But the one thing that I am bad about is clothes. And I, there are clothes in that closet. I know I have never worn. The tag, <laughs> and never will wear. <laughs> the tag is still on them. Yeah. I'm not going to wear it. Or the stuff I've had for a while, I wore once. I'm never going to wear it again. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode of The Gals Guide. It's a spooky episode. Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, we it's are not. like spooky vibes. <laughs> but it's still 80 degrees and sunny outside. So <laughs> I'm going to need Look, it to cool I down. trying my hardest over here in sunny Los Angeles to manifest like a a cloudy, depressing like autumn day more than anything. Like I I need it at this point. I need it desperately. It'll come. Just it'll come or not. Like we talked about earlier, you just create your fall ambiance okay. in your apartment. Okay. Turn the air down. Rack up your electricity bill for one day. <laughs> Make it like super cold. <laughs> get you some. Go to Trader Joe's. Do all your fall things. Oh, I'm doing it after we get done with this recording. There you go. You get all your pumpkin, all your fun fall items. and Put on some Harry you Potter. Watch Halloween Town. Carve a pumpkin. I mean, just do all the things. Okay. Carving the pumpkins a little excessive. That one don't know. I about. honestly don't like carving pumpkins. Have you ever carved an apple? <laughs> I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> no, it's but not. Snow White should have. <laughs> I did it as a kid because I thought you could carve like any fruit. <laughs> I don't think it works that way. It doesn't. <laughs> It does not. It does not. <laughs> the Let only me tell the you. only thing I used to do with fruit is like make a hole in an orange and drink the orange juice through a straw, like fresh orange juice through, <laughs> through the orange. Why uh, is that so disgusting? It's it's really good, but I don't really like I'm orange sure. juice. But I don't like orange juice. Like I don't like oranges in general. Fun fact: I'm not no. a citrus fan. Okay, I'm a citrus fan, but like I don't. I don't choose to eat. I don't like to eat an orange. I like the mandarin oranges you like peel and eat. Those are the only ones that I like. But yeah, never yeah. been a citrus fan. I the the smell. I like. I have a ton of lemons and I use it in cooking. But um, yeah, the smell of oranges. Fucking hate. Oh, interesting. Um, I love the smell of oranges. Gives me a headache. Mm. It is pretty uh, intense. Yeah, it's very potent. Potent. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well. We just got back from your bachelorette trip, which was Ooh. a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I've never been on a vacation with two sisters before. Um, don't know if I'm going to do that again. <laughs> I know everyone was like freaking out because we got into a tiff and I'm like, Lindsay and I get into a tiff all the time. Like that is just. We were frightened. <laughs> We were oh, all y'all are so dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I'm an only child, so yeah. like I've Mo- never. Uh, I was gonna say, everyone else has a sibling except for Ashton. She has like half siblings, so she oh, basically okay. grew up an only child too. So like, my other friend and her sister get into it all the time. My other friend and her brother get into it. Like it just happens. That's just the nature of like a trip with a family member. Um, well, I turned to over, you and I- it was over something stupid. I was like. I don't know how to lock the door. Like, and I'm the, I like, what happened was everyone left me and I was by myself and I was like, well, guess we're not locking the door <laughs> since everyone left. Well, like I turned to you and I was like, is this what it's like when, with me and my dad? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you and your dad. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there in the corner. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, I, I get it now. But yeah. Um, but no, so, we, we worked through it. It happens. Uh, yeah. I think, we went- I think there were a lot of emo- emotions that I was feeling too. Yeah. So there was a lot of stress like with just like 
being gone for the weekend, my fiance's grandmother passed away while we were there. So there was just like a lot going on <laughs> outside of like me having to be the decision maker for all the things that we did. It's just a lot of stress. I don't like that. I don't ever like being in that position. And I always want to make sure everyone has a good time. And it's, and I read off of people's energy and there was just some questionable energy. So I was like, not sure everyone was having fun. So that was, that was just the hard part for me as, but I mean, that's just the nature of going on a trip with like multiple people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't please everyone. And, but I think overall we had a really good time. At least I did. I thought Friday was kind of bummy because it rained and rain in Charleston is just, you know, we made the most of it. We went shopping on King Street. I hadn't seen rain since June. (laughs) We were like, give me the rain, give me the rain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we did that and then we went to the Darling, which was so good. That food is just. Yeah. Banging. I mean, it was delicious. Yes. Um, and we made candles, which was, yes. I think was like my favorite activity that we did. Yes. Because um, it was so fun when we went. And I, we got to pick our scents again, and we both switched, which was fun. Um, I've lit both of them, and Blaine's like, ooh, I like these. <laughs> um, and then Saturday, we went to the beach for a little bit. It was hot. Yes. Very hot. Um, and then we went... What else did we do on Saturday? We... Got pizza for dinner, and then we did the ghost tour. Oh, yes, the ghost tour. That was our tribute at the beginning to the spooky season. (laughs) Yes. Well, because, like, I I think at that point, like, we had planned originally for, like, everyone to, like, go out again for drinks, but, like, no one was really in the mood to go out again for drinks. Yeah. And so... My stomach was really upset from, like, Friday night, and I was like, I really just, like, I'm not in the mood to, like... But I'm I'm not in the mood anymore. I think I'm past that point in my life to like go out and get drunk. Like I well, just don't gonna, like that. You're going to get in the mood again for my birthday. You're going to have to do it one more well, time. Well, yeah, for my but like <laughs> that's fine. And like I don't. But I also don't have to get drunk. Like I can just go yes. out and enjoy a drink and it's fine. But like I had had three different drinks. Yeah. Through dinner, and I was like, my stomach. I cannot do anything else. So we went. We got out to the bar Friday night, and I was like, I just need water. <laughs> I just don't. I just can't. I just don't want to, like, I yeah. guess is, is the thing. And, um, so we all talked about a ghost tour and I was like, absolutely. And it was really good. Yeah. Like, it was a really about- good tour. I loved our tour guide. Um, it was fun. Yeah. We got some spooky vibes, went to some cemeteries and Hannah is terrified of stepping on dead people. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. that's the city of Charleston. So, um, don't know how to help you there. Yeah. Um, it's kind of unavoidable <laughs> um yeah. but we don't I think, know the first I think it I feels it feels disrespectful to me in a way and so that but then when she was like you're literally walking on dead bodies all over Charleston I was like oh, okay well you know whatever <laughs> you can't really avoid can't it really yeah. avoid it so <laughs> yeah and we learned about the first female serial killer Lavinia Fisher which was cool that was my favorite I mean, that was my favorite story she's not a cool person but you know yeah um, no she's not at all she like, like killing people killed, in their hotel it was like, like wild a lot of men um yeah but uh yeah didn't see any ghosts unfortunately no ghosts Still no ghosts here. no boo hags if you know you know <laughs> the gulagichi yes um that was wild but, yeah so that was your bachelorette trip uh, did you was it everything you expected it to be yeah or? i didn't really have any expectations going into it i was just excited to spend time with everyone but i think that what that was I had too big of an expectation of that because I wanted to spend like equal amounts of time with everyone, which is not mm-hmm. possible. No. And so no. I felt like I didn't get to spend enough time with like you or like my other mm-hmm. friend who traveled far. And so it, just because my attention was ha- had to be spread out across everyone. And so that was kind of hard for me. And I think that was part of my stress was I was like, ah, like I, mm-hmm. I need more time. And um and yeah. all of that but well you only have a weekend too so yeah yeah so but so it's gonna be time. worse at the wedding so at least that was a good indicator of like like I want to be able to say hi to everybody but that's not gonna happen so no um because no. I'm gonna be like doing all of the things um so yeah it was a good and I think like, like stepping stone fine. to that yeah and I need to be okay with it I think I was feeling bad because of it and I was like you know what they they came here to celebrate me like they wouldn't have come if they didn't want to come. So, um, yes. so yeah, I just need to stop worrying about everything. I just need to yes. take a chill. <laughs> yes, it is your day. Then yeah, day. 
That's yeah. what matters most and yeah. your happiness, especially on your wedding day, for sure. Yeah. I'm um, super excited. It's like so close. It's like 30 some days away, which is know, wild. Man. So Yeah. Well, speaking of bachelorettes, um, there's also ABC is the bachelorette. Oh, yeah. The one the one that's <laughs> televised to everyone. Yes. Um, that is a utter train wreck oh, in gosh. every sense of the word. Um, there's so spoiler alert if you haven't caught up to this point. Um there are only two guys left. Like there's one for Gabby and there's one for Rachel because Rachel's a fucking idiot. And I'm saying that right here, like on this podcast, like I truly, I, so here's the thing. It came down to the point where she had three guys left, uh, after fantasy suites and Zach sent himself home because he didn't like Rachel's reaction to their little tiff. Rachel kept saying she she didn't think Zach was ready for marriage because of his age. And Zach is literally two months younger than Rachel. He's only 25. Rachel's 26. But okay. Um, and so Zach kept saying, you know, when we had this fight or whatever, like, I didn't feel like you were acting like yourself. I feel like you were trying to be like bachelorette, Rachel. And so I think she's very much concerned with being the best bachelorette and more of quantity than quality. And let's face it, we all know she likes Tino. We all know she's in love with Tino, but she is so particular and I think utterly obsessed at this point with being the good guy that she is now villainizing herself accidentally because when it comes to the breakups, here's the thing about being the bachelor or the bachelorette. You are going to leave people on. It's inevitable. You're going to leave people on and you're going to have to break people's hearts. That is inevitable part of the job, but she refuses to be the, like to break anybody, like to break up with somebody. Like she would much rather find this little thing that's wrong with you and then have a fight about it to the point where you now feel bad. And like, you feel like you're the bad guy and like you break up with her or like she's the victim in this situation. She's a victim in this fight. And it's not fair to the guys. It's very manipulative in my opinion, because when it came to Avon, Avon has been saying from the beginning, he sees his life with Rachel. He wants to spend the rest of his life with Rachel. He sees a future with them after this show. He is ready in his life for an engagement. In his life, he is ready for an engagement. He doesn't know if a proposal is the right thing for them as a couple at this very second. Yeah. Using a lot of our us language, very, very logical about the situation. But all Rachel hears in that is, you're not ready for a proposal. You're not ready for the engagement. You don't love me. And I'm like, you are more obsessed with that ring and someone getting down on one knee than you are finding the love of your life, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And you're so obsessed about being the best bachelorette and having a proposal and fulfilling your needs as the quote-unquote bachelorette. And it's not fair. Avon's argument was completely logical and understanding. Well, like like, for anybody who would go on that show and meet someone and like two months later have to propose, like I wouldn't be ready for that either. Yeah, he's just like, he was ready for an engagement, but he wants to make sure that it is right for them, that that is what their relationship needs at this moment. And it's like, I can understand how maybe some of the guys like are being more hesitant a lot all the men have brought up concerns about this proposal like and i think a lot of them have had less time than normal guys in the bachelorette but like this is the first time i've ever seen every single guy be kind of hesitant about a proposal and i think a lot of it has to do with not having that much time with everybody because of the season being the way it was with two bachelorettes but also you know I don't understand the hesitancy at the same time because here's my thing. If I was the bachelor or bachelorette, like, I'd be like, look, if you get down on one knee, I will say yes. I like you. I'm falling in love with you. I will say yes. Um, However, if you think we need more time and you want to still, like, date after this, I'm also fine with that too because I don't want to have a very quick engagement. Even if we get engaged, it's dating with, like, the most extreme exclusivity to it. That's what it is. And it's not like you're paying for the ring. Like, Neil Lane provides you with the ring. You're not dropping right, 5000 right. of your own dollars in the ring. So I don't understand what the hesitancy is at the same time for these guys to propose. Um, I man, Maybe I'll never understand because I'm not the one that's ever getting down on my knee. And maybe you only want to do that once in your life. And I understand that. Um, but 
even if this wasn't like real life, even if this was like not on the show, like this was like out here in the wild kind of situation, like you don't know that's the only time you're going to propose. Like you hope mm-hmm. that it is, but it yeah. could not be. Something could go down, go bad down the line and then you get a divorce and then you want to marry somebody else later on in life. Like you don't know. And so I think it's also just taking that risk. But yeah, Gabby's been great. Gabby's been perfect and fine. I just think Rachel's just so in love with Tino that she is trying to pick these little fights with these guys um, so that she doesn't have to break up with them and look like the bad guy for leading them on. And I just think that that's also extremely fucked up. So, yeah. And that's what you missed on Glee. And that's what you missed. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds uh, like a lot of drama. So there's a whole nother episode this oh, coming week. one more. So, Is this the final one? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to keep us updated and tell I us will. all the tea. I will. Happily. We do love a good Bachelor moment. <laughs> what is your captivation of the week? My captivation is my new uh, vinyl that I got while we were in Charleston. The mm-hmm. Maggie Rogers vinyl. Um, I love how it sounds on the record player. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. phenomenal. So that is my captivation. I I'm looking listen. into getting like some shelving over my record player to like display my like favorite ones. I also got red Taylor's version. Um, it was very discounted. So I was like, I must have this. <laughs> yeah. The original version is not um, yeah. cheap anymore. Yeah. So I definitely like, I really want to get, um, like folklore and evermore. I want to get the, I want to get all of hers and midnights when it comes out. Folklore sounds amazing on vinyl. I, that was the one I was looking for, but they didn't have it. And then I saw red Taylor's version. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Reputation was like $90. Yeah. It's rare. It's rare. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think. I think I'm like really into I, I don't know vinyls just vinyls like right scream now? fall to me I don't know why so coziness yeah. anything I think anything that screams cozy and old fashioned screams fall yes I think that's yes. what it is and I want fall to be forever I want it to forever be we know this we know fall. this is why you're getting married in October we're aware we're very aware of this <laughs> which is so funny because I'm going to like Mexico. Which is gonna be hot. <laughs> yeah, and you're not. I'm like surprised you're not going to like a log cabin in the in like the uh, woods we or will, something. Just not for my honeymoon. I want to go somewhere where I can just like relax and beach it up and drink and eat. The opposite my, of my worries. Cold fall. <laughs> yes. What is exact your captiv- opposite? What is your captivation? My captivation is a podcast that I recently stumbled upon. It came out a couple weeks ago, and right now it's on pause. Um, because it is Archetypes by Meghan Markle. Wait, so why is it on pause? To honor the Queen's death. Oh. Um, yeah. That makes uh, sense. So with the whole Queen dying, which happened while I was on the plane. Oh, and yeah. I, you, I, <laughs> I deboarded with all, a ton of... All caps. I was like, the Queen died? <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, actually, it's not a, it's not a joke. <laughs> What? That was the most startling thing to get off a plane and find out about. But, um, yeah, so one, whenever the queen passes away, like, there's no new, I don't believe there's any new content that comes out, like, on TV or anything like that to honor her. They cancel, like, all their comedy programming. I know that for sure. Um, And it's because it's, like, a 10-day mourning period. So, yeah, there's no new episodes coming out right now for, like, 10 days to, like, honor the queen. But, um. Yeah, Meghan Markle, love her, love her and Harry. We're big supporters of them over here, but I love her voice. She has one of the best podcasting voices out there, and I could just listen to her talk all day. Like, it's so soothing and relaxing, but she is doing a podcast called Archetypes where she is basically like interviewing these other like really empowering, inspiring women that are defying these archetypes and stereotypes that women have been set out to portray. And I listened to Mindy Kaling's episode yesterday, who is, you know, from the office creator of the Mindy Project, Sex Lives of College Girls, um, Never Have I Ever. I was going to say a a lot lot. of things. But, um... (laughs) She was on there and she's talking about how, like, you know, she has children, but she's never been married before. She is single. And, you know, being a successful woman 
and define what the archetype of like an old maid or like a singleton or whatever looks like and how it's not a bad thing and how she just wanted to be a mother, but she didn't want to have to wait to have a husband in order to do that. She wanted to do it on her own. And it's really inspiring for me because I have always said like I'm not stressed about um, that if that was to ever become a thing where like I wanted to have children but I wasn't married that I would try to see if I could have children if I was financially stable and mentally healthy enough and like my body was physically like healthy enough, I would maybe try to have children. Pregnancy also just terrifies me. Um, so, but I think it'd be really interesting. It was just really cool to hear her story. I think she's an amazing creator and I just love her work. And so, yeah, it was just really, I highly recommend listening to it. If you, especially if you want inspirational episodes, she did another interview with Serena Williams. That was the first episode. And then her second episode was with Mariah Carey. Oh, nice. Highly recommend listening to it. It's on Spotify. Uh, but yeah, we love a good podcast. So before we get into our podcast episode today, we do have over 150 episodes. We're coming up on our three-year anniversary very soon, which is really exciting. We hope that you gals are loving the episodes and we are trying to like, I feel like, get more into the guide aspect of our show and not just like obviously focus on dating because we know that you gals love hearing those episodes, but we want to focus on like a lot of other content, which we do have in our library of episodes. So we have episodes geared towards spirituality, self-improvement, self-help, self-love, um, friendship, and we really want to do a lot more focusing on those kind of subjects. So if there's anything that you would love to hear, please slide into our DMs on Instagram at the Gals Guy Pod. We also have personal Instagrams. Mine's at Emily Elise. Hers is at Hannah Nicole Adams. And we would love to hear what you guys want your guidance on. And we really want to expand, you know, more of what this Gals Guide family is, what more the Gal Scouts want. And we are so happy to have you along for the ride. If you want a look at all of our episodes, we do also have a website at thegalsguidepod.com that you can check out as well. But before we get into today's episode, which we are really excited for, I think it's the opposite of spring cleaning. It's fall cleaning. Fall cleaning. (laughs) But uh, before we get into the episode, we have a couple of ad reads we're going to do, and then we're going to jump right on in. Okay. So Hannah, you came to me with this episode why exactly? <laughs> because I am in a state of clutter in my life, in my work life, in my brain, in my house. How's and how is that affecting you right now? It is bad. I am like the type of person who if there's like visually clutter in my space, I cannot be productive and I cannot do the tasks that need to be done until it is clean. Mm-hmm. But my issue that I've been running into recently is I just kind of like put things somewhere and like declutter my area visually so that it looks clean, but it's not like Mm -hmm. everything's just kind of put in a random spot. Nothing has like a true home. Mm -hmm. We just had like two bridal showers and people are still sending us like wedding gifts. So we have all of these new items that don't have Mm -hmm. a home yet. Um, We had to put in a work order at our apartment because our shelving and our cabinets broke. So like Mm. half of our cabinet space where we would put some of these new like glassware and plates is broken. So until that's fixed, like there's just a lot of things out on the floor, on the countertops, in like random places. And I was listening to... um, what we said and they were just talking about like cleaning up their life and I was like that is like everything that I need to do in the midst of like all my wedding stress it is causing me stress because I want to come home from our honeymoon to a house that's well organized I want to live in a house that's well organized I want it to look like an adult home not a college like apartment where there's just like random chaos everywhere. I want everything that I have in my house to be meaningful and um, like have a purpose instead of just like buying random things that bring me joy in that split second. Cause I think that that is where I go wrong. Like I love going to target. Although I will note that target has not been as exciting 
recently. And I don't know if it's because like they're just out of stock of everything or if you have a bad target. Like, I I think think I just have a bad target. Like there's two other targets that are close to me. Um, I work two days in Kernersville. Well, no one knows where Kernersville is, but I work two, I work two days a week in a different, um, city office office area. And there's a target right down the road and it is amazing. So I think I just need to start going there on the way home from work because I like target is my happy place. I love going there and walking through like all the home decor. But recently I have just not felt inspired to buy anything that I think I think I'm starting to get into this mindset of like, okay, I want to spend a little bit more money on like a quality piece that's going to last for several years. That's going to be like a staple thing in my apartment. Like I've been talking about getting a new table for like all year and I haven't Mm -hmm. done it yet because I haven't found something that I like really like. Um, And so I think I'm just trying to be a little bit pickier with everything that I bring home because I'm always like, oh, I want to take this. It's so cute. I love it. And then I get it home and I'm like, like, where do I put this? Mm-hmm. Um, so just trying to kind of figure out ways to declutter my life and keep things in my home that actually are useful. And as Marie Kondo says, sparks joy. Oh, my God. <laughs> which we're going to get it into every item. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of where like the idea sparked from was like, I feel a lot of stress around the fact that my house does not look the way that I want it to, even with decorating. Like I still haven't decorated. I've been here for two years almost. And I just don't know what I want to put on my you gotta walls. make a decision. I know, I know. So I have some <laughs> ideas that I think I'm gonna like just try. If I don't like it, I'll do something else. You can else. return it exactly. You can return it. Remember so, that. So yeah, I've been watching a lot of TikToks recently, and I think part of my stress comes from TikTok because everyone's houses on TikTok look so beautiful. Also, you remember too. You had to remember as well, and I I say this because I dated somebody who was into interior design, so we talked about this at length. But a lot of those homes have been curated for a long period of time. So you have to give yourself grace with that. I mean, I'm over here debating on couches and I don't plan on buying a couch anytime soon, but like I need a new couch. But I am also like I've decided I know what pieces of furniture I want and I've been dragging my feet because of the price and at the end of the day the day I just bought a new tv console um and I said fuck it because um I want it and I know that I'm going to use it and so price I have money for it I'm not going to worry about it and stress over that um and it's just I know that it's going to bring me joy it's going to bring me happiness and decluttering things I am the queen I feel like of making my home look clutter free I know looking. I'm like looking at your bedroom right now and I'm like my bedroom would never could never it's because I don't have that much stuff I, I truly I don't have that much stuff I yeah. don't allow myself to have stuff and if I do have stuff um I hide it very well <laughs> yeah I think that's something that I really want to be better about and I think I don't I haven't read Marie Kondo's book but I kind of have read other people's interpretations of it And part of her, um, whatever is, well, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Her philosophy is like everywhere, everything has a home. Yes. Um, and one of her tips is like organize, organizing by item, not location. So like categorizing things. So like, like all of the claw clips go somewhere in the bathroom. And then you know where everything is. Specifically the claw Meanwhile, clips. Meanwhile, well, yeah, because I've got like 17 and they're everywhere. Also, who needs 17 claw clips? I use the same two. So like, <laughs> so there's there's like another thing. Hey, I just bought you a claw clip. You better fucking use it. Oh, I love that one. They're, they're okay, I probably use like six. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> um, but I love I them. Have and three. I have And I wear my hair up a lot in them and I like that. I have different shapes and different sizes and I can do different things with different like hairstyles. But the thing that How I do you have so many, I only have three. Well, I had, I had several from like way back when, like from like high school. Cause I used to wear my hair up in a claw clip a lot. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, so I just, but that's the thing. I hold on to things. So I was very proud of myself because yesterday I got like a sudden urge to go through my closet, which I do mm-hmm. all of the time. I but also had the same sudden urge yesterday yeah, as well. I don't know what it was. Like something was like, you, you need to get rid of some stuff. Well, and I, I like, organized all my drawers in my office yeah. next to my desk. Yeah. So like the thing that I have the most of are shoes. And there are many, many, many shoes yeah, that you I do. do not wear. So I think I picked up like six or seven pairs of shoes and just got rid of them. And I was just like, wow, I feel so much lighter. The, and I just said to myself, I haven't worn these in a year. I'm not going to wear them. What gets me is I'll be like, oh, well, I could wear those to like an event like this in the future. You're not going to those events. One, one, I'm not going to the events, but two, whenever there is an event, I just buy a new outfit. So like, what is the point in holding onto this item specifically for that event that I'm not going to even wear it? Like I never do. So, um, and I think my style has changed a lot. And I think a lot of my stuff that I have in my closet just doesn't represent that anymore. And so I've been trying to like, like I, I look at it and I'm like, I haven't worn this. I'm not going to wear this. I don't even know how I would style this. And then I just got rid of it yesterday. I got, I had a, had a whole bag of clothes and a whole bag of shoes. And I was very proud of myself. Um, but I think it's just going to take time. I think the thing that I struggle with the most is, is organizing to the point where everything has a home and I don't know how to do that. So, well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like my biggest advice, (laughs) this is, and this is the one reason why I was good with minimizing the stuff I had and getting organized like I have is Besides the fact of having ADHD and needing some form of organization in my life or else it does like a tornado and everywhere. Like, and I tell you that, like, it may look pristine on the outside, but if you open the drawers, unlike my office drawers that I just organized, but you open my vanity drawer right here, my desk drawer, utter chaos. Don't fucking look in there. It's terrifying. Don't look in my nightstand. Terrifying. Um, I have, but I, I think one way I was able to minimize a lot of the stuff I had was moving across the country <laughs> and trying to minimize the amount of stuff I was taking with me. But the one thing that I am bad about is clothes. And I, there are clothes in that closet. I know I have never worn. The tag, <laughs> and never will wear. <laughs> the tag is still on them. Yeah. I'm not going to wear it. Or the stuff I've had for a while, I wore once. I'm never going to wear it again. And I still cannot bring myself to get rid of it because what if, what if one day I want to wear that? And like, I said that for a while because I used to have a queen shirt. I never fucking wore, never wore a queen shirt. You tried to style it like three different ways. And I was like, oh, that looks cute. And you, did you wear it? I've worn it 10 times now, baby. What's up? Oh, I'm so Um, proud of you. (laughs) Like, seriously, because you were like, I don't know how to style this. And I was like, but that's how you style it. Like, but right urban, but my Urban Outfitters pants, never wore them. I have a pair of pants from Urban Outfitters I bought ages ago, and I still have never worn them um, because I don't feel confident in wearing them. And that is the one thing that I always, like, whenever I've helped you minimize your closet, or whenever I'm, like, trying to help people, like, if they can't decide, like, they should wear something, asking them if they feel like their best self in them. Yes, it looks cool in the hanger. Yes, it may look cool on that girl on Instagram. But when you put it on, do you feel like you're your best self in it? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it has to, you have to be stylish. Does it bring you comfort? Like, do you feel comfortable in this? Like, you can just lounge around in this. Because, like, I'm wearing this, like, Aritzia pullover right now that um, my mom bought me. But, like, honestly, she was like, we really want a fucking pullover. And I was like, yes, because I'm going to wear this for five days straight in a row. And I'm going to be so fucking excited to wear it. And I have. I've gotten my wear out of this sweatshirt already. But... I look at, like, where per use when I am trying to decide if something's worth it, especially a higher-end purchase, because if I – doesn't matter if it's comfy, dressy, casual, whatever. If I feel like I'm going to get, like, use out of it, it's – like, I'm going to wear it more than just one time and I'm going to get my money's worth out of it, then I will invest the money into it. Like, I really want this one Reformation dress and – 
I have debated, you know, do I want this? And I'm like, yes, it's a black dress. It's all black. You will wear that on constant repeat. You need a good black formal dress, funerals, um, just classy occasions where right. you just want to look You can also look, dress like, it form- down with like fashion sneakers and wear it exactly. out to Trader Joe's. Like Exactly. Yeah. So that is what I'm looking at as cost per use kind of situation and how it makes me feel in it because I can be cozy and comfy, but still feel confident in it because it feels like it, the style feels like it reflects me. And that's what I'm trying to aim towards. And that's why I cut a lot of color out of my wardrobe because I didn't really feel confident all the time when I wore color because I didn't know always how to style it. Mm-hmm. That is where I get would get issued. And I didn't want to just wear something with jeans. So when I narrowed my wardrobe down to just neutrals and maybe like a green pop of color or a blue every now and then, it made looking at my wardrobe so much more pleasing and not as scary because everything went with each other. Right. Like you can everything. mix and match and... Yes. It's just so much easier. And I've also like started looking at different prints as neutrals. Like I do think a cheetah print is a neutral. I do think like a snake print or like a alligator print is a neutral if it's done like in black and white or like brown and black, some things like that. So like I still can incorporate really iconic pieces like in my style, but it's still a neutral that I can wear with anything. So I really encourage that, like trying on every piece. That sounds daunting. I know. Take it from somebody who moved across the country and had to minimize her wardrobe the smallest she could possibly fucking get it. I tried on every piece of clothing and I looked at myself in the mirror and like you can wear it like with just a pair of jeans, like if you want to, just to kind of like keep it simple, short or like black pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I did that, I like you know, took a picture of myself, you know, and I'd had, I made sure my hair was done. I was going to, I was going to say, make sure you, your hair and makeup is done. Cause I feel like that really oh, yes. gets me. Like when I go shopping yes. and I don't have my makeup done, my hair done, I'm like, Oh, I don't know if I actually like this, but is it just yep. because my hair is up? Like, I don't know. Yep. Yep. It usually is. Um, so yeah. And I would like take a picture of myself or like look at myself and I'm like, do I feel like confident in this? Do I feel like, oh my God, like, cause when I love my outfit, when I love my outfit, I feel confident. So that is my biggest advice. If you're trying to narrow down your closet and trying to clean things out. Also, if it has holes in it, if it's literally falling apart, get rid of it. And I also try, and I know Maureen Kondo mentions this in her book. Don't make like these shirts, sleep shirts. Like, don't do I that. I do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Because how many fucking times are you going to wear that shirt to bed? No, do you I have wear a them? Specific, I have specific sleep shirts. Like, yeah. I sleep in the same things. Like, I just, when I wash one, I rotate it out with the next one. Yep. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. So that, and then also she recommends not giving clothes to friends or family mm. because you... Well, like you're not distancing yourself from that article of clothing. And so when you see like your friend or like your sister or whatever wearing it, it's going to bring up memories for you and you might feel it, you might feel a regret for it or something and then want to trigger that um, regret and buy something new just to fulfill yourself. Um, And like, because you're questioning your own decision making, you need to strengthen your decision making in that. Mm -hmm. So I think this will help you with your decision making skills. I think so too. And I think I think she's the one in her book where she says, if you buy something, you have to get rid of something. Like you're basically replacing something. So I tried doing that, and I'm trying to do that um, because I bought myself a limited amount of hangers and was like, if I'm out of hangers, do not buy new more hangers. Mm-hmm. Get rid of clothing. Um, I started using shelves. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I don't need hangers. I've got shelves. <laughs> I've got drawers. I started using shelving, uh, taking my chunky sweaters off of the hangers. I did and that, and I like it better because I feel like the sweaters do that weird thing in the shoulders from the hangers. I don't Sometimes. because then I don't. I need to. I am very much a person. I need to see my clothes. Yes. Or else I forget I have them. Yes. That's why I don't have a dresser. I ref- when I moved out here, I refused to buy a dresser because when I have a dresser, I don't see my clothes. That's and me. I, would- I have – we have two dressers and I always forget about – because it holds like my sweatpants and my like – honestly, mm-hmm. my loungewear. So I do use it more often because I know that's where my like comfy clothes are. Mm-hmm. But that's the only thing. That and then I put like underwear and socks in 
mm-hmm. and my bras in, in the other one because I'm like, mm-hmm. where the heck do I put those in the closet? I got clear bins and put them on the shelf. Oh, that's a my, good idea. I got clear bins on the shelf in my closet. There's one for socks, underwear, bras, workout tanks, leggings and bike shorts, and swimwear. See, that's what I need because I don't know where to put any of those things. Yeah, I just and need. All, I just need to go to labeled. the container store. Oh my god, that's my favorite place. Do not get me started. That so oh. much money in there, but every time I go in there, I don't like. I haven't. Here's the problem. That place turns me on so much. <laughs> like I love it. I, I love feel, the container store. I feel store. like my issue with it is I go in there with like, oh, I need to get containers to like organize things, but I don't pre-plan what I need. So then I don't gotta know pre-plan. Gotta what pre-plan. goes in the bins. So then I gotta buy m- them and then I'm like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to you do. Got, you got to make a list of categories. Mm-hmm. How many measurements? I was going to say, there's a girl on TikTok like took a, took a paper and like drew the outline of her cabinet yeah. and then like placed them on the page so that you they could fit also perfectly. just measure you could also well just yeah measure. but this was for like a drawer with like multiple of those clear yes. bins um and i've seen people do their desk drawer with like having all of their like highlighters in one and all of their yes those <laughs> the clear skinny Bed, bath and beyond oh i need to go there anyways so i got gift cards from wedding people so maybe we'll just buy organization things with it but yep. yeah, I just need to, I just need to do it. I think my issue is I want it all to be done immediately. And it's not going to be, unless Mm-mm. you have a thousands and thousands of dollars right? and you know, expendable money like that, then yeah, sure. But realistically it cannot be done all at once. Um, you have to give yourself grace with that and you have to be able to be Okay, we're not all like Marie Kondo and just have the mo- a Netflix special that we can just like. I use also all our will money not to do be it. rolling my clothes. Like, I'm just not gonna do that unless I'm traveling. It does help with wrinkles, though. Oh, it does help with wrinkles. It helps not to have wrinkles and not have creases mm-hmm. in your clothes. I rolled all my pajama shirts and pajama pants. Okay, I could do that. Or like uh, athletic wear. Yeah, but I do that. With they don't my, really I get do, wrinkles, so I just I. I roll up, yeah, I do roll my athletic, um, my bike shorts, my leggings, my workout tops. Um, I don't love where my pajamas are at in my closet currently. They're in a very larger bin on the ground because it doesn't fit on one of the shelves. So Mm -hmm. I need, if anybody knows where I can get like a nice two drawer system that I can put at the bottom of my closet i would prefer that one for pajama shirts and one for pajama pants um or maybe even like a four drawer system because like i need somewhere to put my sweatpants too so if anyone knows um hit your girl up i would love to look at that so i also need to go to ikea one day and just kind of like that situation but don't go to ikea without a plan either you need a plan or else you're not gonna ever leave with the stuff you want and then you're like i'm not going fucking back to ikea it's a goddamn maze like it's just so (laughs) i know i hate going in there but i also love it at the same time (laughs) yes so you need i've gone there before without a plan and been depressed because I didn't get anything that I wanted and I didn't know what I needed. But when you go there with a plan, you just feel more fulfilled and you're able to get things done. Um, and it's just remembering that, like, you know, this is a marathon. Like I said, it's not a sprint. That's mm-hmm. one of Marie Kondo's, like, philosophies. Yeah. Uh, one thing that she says, it's from her book, is rebound occurs because people mistakenly believe they have tidied thoroughly when, in fact, they've only sorted and stored things halfway. In other words, rushing in the process just to get it done and actually gives you more work because you'll be back at the starting line again in a week. To pass the finish line, you have to actually run the tidying race even if it takes a little longer. Um, a lot of people, when they're just trying to get things organized, they're just trying to do it as quickly as possible so they don't have to keep looking at it. Me, but I do that. <laughs> Yes, but you're only setting yourself up to kind of keep cleaning. Oh, every that's why every we, week. I'm like, oh my why gosh, you, how is this place a mess? Why is this place a mess? Why is it so messy every week? And I'm look, like, oh my gosh. I used to I used to get so annoyed by my mother 
mm-hmm. growing up because she'd be like, oh my God, the Johnsons are coming over. Emily, clean your room. And I'm like, they're not going to fucking go to my room. Why does my room need to be cleaned? But my mother was the kind of person, bless her, that she didn't like it. <laughs> she didn't like her house to like people lived there. It oh, had to that's be. Me. Oh. I've been cleaning all day because we're having people come over. And I'm like, I just need to hide Our everything. Our house needed to be an art exhibit. Like, it needed to feel like there was a museum curator who has gone through and dusted everything, the plants, that shelving that no one could ever see the top of because but no one's that tall. be clean. But every speck of dust must be gone. And she got that from her mother. And now I was going to say, you way. are the same way. When I came to visit you, it looked like you didn't even live in your living room. But I love it to look but like it. it. Lo- I love. But I, I go love over- it. I love when I walk into someone's, and I think that's just like we also grew up that way. Where like that's why I like put things away really not like really fast. Like they have a home, but it's not the home I want them to be in permanently. Yeah. I guess is what I what I'm running into. But like we would do the exact same thing. Someone was coming over, everything was clean, and so yeah. that's my expectation in my own home, and having dogs and a fiance. Like it's just. There's a lot of different things that are now yes. intertwined. And so I'm having to learn how to be okay with it looking like we live here because we do. Well, so the way that I have tried to do it is also paired with my ADHD and that um, instead of putting something down, put it away. Mm-hmm. You'll hit you. Say like using this pepper or whatever. Don't just put it down the counter. Put it away. You're done using mm-hmm. it. Put it away. Don't, don't, don't just sit it there. Just. Do it, go and put it away where it belongs. So you don't have to worry about it. It's cleaning while I'm cooking. So like while it's cooking, cleaning my mess up while I'm cooking. And not, so I don't have to worry about cleaning it later because at the end of the day, after my meal, I don't want to have to worry about cleaning my dishes. Um, also, I clean my house every night before I go to bed. I don't want to wake up to clutter. Say, mm-hmm. I do my the mom clo- is, I do the closing uh, shift. The closing shift? But I yes, also I'm do the, the closing opening. Shift I also do the opening shift. <laughs> I do all the shifts, yeah. let's be honest. Yes, but you're full-time. Like, you're full-time. But I like, <laughs> I like tidy at night, and then if there's still some in the morning, I will take 10 minutes of my morning and tidy. Like, for yeah. example, Stella, my dog, gets out every single toy out of her basket every single day. Every day. She's like a toddler. She literally is a toddler. So at well, night, she's a puppy. She's a puppy. She's one. A little over one. So at the end of the night, there's toys everywhere. So I like will gather them and put them up. And then when I wake up in the morning, there's toys everywhere. So I guess she's playing <laughs> at some point. So I will also uh, pick, like I will also pick them up. Like, girl, do you, do not you hear sleep? her? Do you no, not hear I think her? she does it early in the morning. Like she'll go out and get like a couple out. So I'll like pick them back up. But I normally do the closing closing shift. I try to wash dishes before I go to bed. I never leave dishes in the sink overnight. My mother scalded me for that growing yeah, up. Yeah, my yeah, we don't do that, but we do that here sometimes. Um, because I will clean mine, and there will get there will be some left that are not mine. <laughs> There's a dishwasher for a reason. There's a dishwashing fairy, I guess, aka me. <laughs> There's a dishwasher for a reason. So utilize it. Yeah, take advantage of that. Don't obviously don't dishwash everything. Some things need to be hand washed. I was gonna say a lot of our stuff is hand wash only, which is okay. But also, wearing socks in the house. Take your fucking shoes off. I swear to God, my biggest pet peeve is when people don't take their shoes off in my house. Please take your shoes off. I clean these floors constantly. Yeah. The like get house shoes. If you're worried about your floors being dirty all the time, get house shoes. So or socks. Something where like you don't. Bitch, we both have the same <laughs> fucking we, thing. Like, <laughs> do we have on house shoes? We both have on yes. house shoes. <laughs> I have on socks with my house shoes. Okay, yeah, like, I, and these shoes never go outside. Same. They same. never. My go house outside. shoes don't even go to our patio. Like, I have yes. patio shoes. I have slippers and house shoes, and then mm-hmm. I have like dog walking shoes. But we have mm. a shoe rack right when we come in, which I hate, and I don't know where to put our shoes. But I don't want people to wear their shoes. In my house. I'm the same way. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't like it when people wear shoes in the house. Um, so, and I've, I'm so thankful. Like, the, t- the two guys that I've dated that when I, while living in LA, like, they both suck. But, like, the one quality I liked about them. They took their shoes off. <laughs> they both asked me to take my shoes off when I entered their house. And I was like, oh, my God, yes, happily. It was going to anyways. <laughs> That's amazing. The That's fact amazing. that you care about that is, I love that. 
Like mm-hmm. that, that is attractive to me. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's really just doing little things like that to minimize clutter. And I try, I really try to make sure everything has a spot. And that's purely because of my ADD or else I will lose it. Absolutely. And I think that that has really helped me feel like my life is a little bit more put together by giving everything a designated spot. And I think honestly, weirdly sticking to an aesthetic that I want to have, because then I, it it doesn't tempt me to buy cute little things that I I think are adorable. Uh, But I'm like, does this go with the aesthetic? No. Is this going to look cute on Instagram? Because, you know, I Instagram my house all the time. I was going to say, your house is all over Instagram. But I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, it helps me to not be as tempted yeah. to buy things. Like, I love a seasonal decor item. Give me a little spooky little ghost. Love it. But how is it going to go well enough to where it can maintain any style I put my, like, aesthetic through? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I I think giving things designated spaces and like you even said, I don't even try to have like a junk drawer anymore. I really have one and I'm like, I hate it. But I know where my scissors are. You know what I mean? Like it's like that drawer that you know where the things are. That's a tool drawer. That's a tool drawer. We should have it. I have a drawer for tools. Okay. I like, my, I like your have, I have an I have an unnecessary amount of drawers in my kitchen. Like I don't have um enough stuff to put in all of them so there is a bottom drawer that is all like tools tape uh scissors yeah that's kind of our drawer we have like a random needles it's like a tool it's a tool and craft drawer okay um i like i like that that's actually what i'm gonna go do next is fix that drawer up a little bit there you go because i I trust me everybody's got the junk drawer everybody's got one (laughs) but i mean mine but like, really, like, like, really ins- but like, instead of it being a junk drawer, like, let's make it a functional junk drawer. Yes, like something Get that you're little, actually like, gonna organizers. Know. For like, it. I've got a sewing kit that could go in there. Like, yeah, why, why have I not thought to put that in there? Make it a craft and tool drawer. I like it. Thank, Thank you for you. that idea. You're so welcome. <laughs> you're so welcome. I look. I wish I could be Marie Kondo. I would love. I just want you to come to my house and do it for me. God, I would love nothing more. Do you know how much joy that would bring me (laughs) to organize someone else's shit? I really am the Monica. (laughs) Yes, you definitely are. Definitely. Because you've multiple times. How many times have you sat in this exact spot and helped me go through my closet? Too many to count. Like 17. (laughs) Every time I'm like, can you help me go through my closet? You're like, didn't we just do this yes like, yes <laughs> you told me that the other day that you just cleaned out your closet i was like did i just help you over the problem the problem is i say i cleaned out my closet but i get rid of like four items and then i'm like uh let's see if i wear those in the next month and well, you i also still just don't have, wear them no offense no offense you also have clothes like everywhere in your apartment it's not just in like one closet my goal you is have- to get everything into one closet so that's my long term goal. We always do the closet, but then there's dressers, there's clothes hanging on the drying racks, there's clothes in your coat closet. <laughs> like I'm like, Hannah, they're all over this apartment. Can we narrow them down to one space, please? Thank well, you. And so I think much. I think the thing that I struggle with the most is my sweatshirts. I love sweatshirts, but they're so bulky. I think I need yeah. to do what you do and get like a bin and just put them all in there. And they just be either at the top of my closet or the or on the floor. So Look, after this, I'm literally like so excited. I have so many ideas. I'm like, after this, I will to, just send you photos go. of my closet. Please do. <laughs> Please do. I'm just going to also like, color. Uh, I also color code my closet too. Yeah. I did it I by com- like style of shirt and I don't like it. Like I did oh, like tanks no, so, and then I did, but I did like all the colors in the same orders and I didn't like that. Oh, see, that's what time. I do. I have like, so I have two closets. They're in the same room though. So it's fine. So in my Left closet, it is all of my fall sweaters, jackets, things like that. And then on the two shelves, it's all my sweater sets and all my um, purses and accessories. And then um, my shoes are at the bottom. So those are all sweaters or long sleeve stuff. But they're still color color coordinated. 
how do you organize your shoes? Because I struggle with that. I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Because I have one of those shoe hanger things that go in the back of the closet. I don't have that. And only like only a couple kinds of shoes can fit because it's not like super wide. So please give me your knowledge because I'm really struggling. I'm so glad you asked. So they're all on the floor. Um, and the best way to fit as many on the floor is you put the left shoe facing forward, the right shoe facing backward. Okay. I used so to do f- that in my old closet and I like went around the perimeter of the closet and I yes, hated it. I used it. to do that. I used to do but that at home. I don't like how it is now. So I don't know what to do. So then I also um, categorize them by type. So um, all the boots and then all the heels, and the sandals, and then the tennis shoes, and then each section, they're also color-coordinated. Sometimes I will put similar styles, like I have two of the same heels, one's black, one's nude. That'll be the transition to the next color kind of thing. I get really analytical about it. Um, (laughs) This is giving me so many things that I need to do. I'll have to send you a photo, but then in my right closet, I have all my dresses, cami tanks, um, spring cl- short sleeve stuff, s- shorts, pants, skirts, jeans. They okay. all fit in this. Do you hang closet. your jeans? Yes, I hang. I drape them over because I just don't have room to fold them yeah. or anything. But on the top shelf, I didn't have all those organizational bins. I also have a suitcase in that one at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, my suitcase is in my closet too. I have my laundry basket in my closet. Ooh, that is nice. the biggest piece of fucking advice that I can offer anybody. I hate seeing laundry baskets out in people's spaces. Put that away. It's bad feng shui. Put it away. We have them in our bathroom and in our bedroom. Don't like seeing them. Put them away. We Hide them away. don't have a space to put them away. <laughs> if, if our laundry room was an, actually, an actual laundry room, obviously they would be in there because that makes yeah. the most sense. But yes. we just, our closets are so... Uh, skinny, I guess, mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. don't have as much like floor space. Mm-hmm. So, but if I can organize the way I'm picturing my mind, I might be able to put one in there. So one thing I'm going to recommend to everybody, if you're trying to really organize your space too, is learn about feng shui. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo, but it really will help with the energy in your room. It really will help with you just having more deciding factors of how you want to set up your room. So one thing I did was hide my laundry. I also make sure that my bed is not on the same wall as my door and it's still facing the door. So it's in the captain position. Mm. Uh, I also have mirrors that are reflect. So you're not really supposed to have mirrors reflecting your bed. I'm so sorry. But mine, one mirror I have is not directly in front of my bed. It's a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but it's facing light. So it's going to project light in and make the room look bigger. Um, literally, plants in your bedroom will also help with the energy and the air. Um, literally, just like look into feng shui. It is one of the best things that I have ever read about. There's so many books about it. It's one of the best things I've ever read about that has helped me be able to organize my space better. And it helps with, you know, just finding like where things should go. Because sometimes you're just like, I don't know where I should put this. Like, I love this, but I don't know like where it should be in my room. Feng Shui will help you be able to make that decision so much better. Hmm. Um, Okay. So I highly recommend looking into that as well. And just, you know, I don't even like having a trash can in my bedroom, but I have one because my desk is also my bedroom, which I also Hate, hate having a desk yeah in. yeah um wish i didn't have it in here but i don't have anywhere else to put it yeah yeah so yeah wow i hope this has helped people it's helped me i have a lot to think about i've got a lot okay. to i gotta figure out my starting place i think i guess i yeah. need to pick the space that's giving me the most stress and go from there yeah honestly probably my dang closet <laughs> But I hope I, – I really I, – Marie Kondo also has a show on Netflix if you don't want to read her book. She talks about all her stuff on her Netflix show. Does she, where like, she helps, show her doing it? She shows – yeah. Okay. She, like, goes into people's houses and she helps them organize, like, their certain houses oh, and that's rooms really and stuff. Cool. I would so, probably be into that. Yeah. Watch it. And there's also a show called, I think, The Home Edit. Wait, yes. I've heard groups. about this one. Yeah. Watch those shows. It really does help a lot. I'm like not even joking. Like like sparking some inspiration or something. Or like physically like seeing 
like yes. a space go from something to something else. So trust me, God, this is my favorite episode I think we've ever done because I love. I know. Just I was about like, organization. I, was like, I need Emily's because I love how your house always just looks so put together. So Thanks. I was like, I need Emily's take on this. I need help <laughs> majorly because my. Uh, trust me. I feel like my house is a representation of my brain. The chaos. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Um, so I if always I can know, maybe get my space organized, and maybe my brain will be better organized. Trust me, I always know when my mental health is bad because then my space is no longer. I stop making my bed. Yeah, and that's the first thing I do as soon as I wake up is I make my bed, mm-hmm. and I will leave dishes in the sink. I will just leave papers out on the dining room table. I that's when I know my mental health is bad because I'm no longer taking care of myself and I'm not taking care of my space. And if my space is not, is not good, then my mental health is not going to be good. Like it all is like a circle. It's really a cycle that's going to reflect each on each other. So, um, that's always my key takeaway is making sure that you're surrounded by positive energy and a positive space and a clean space, because then your mind and your soul will feel just as clean and a positive as well. I don't think we could say anything better. <laughs> that was the like perfect wrap up of the episode. There look you at, go. Look at us being tour guys. Junior, June, junior <laughs> Marie like, Kondos. What? I, was, I would definitely not classify myself as that correct. Like right yet. So um, I'm I'm on my way. I'm you're on, on your way. way. I am just like like putting my big toe in like we got we got to we got some uh, we need to test the waters make sure they're not too cold <laughs> trust i'll be home in october and i'll help you out don't worry or maybe it'll look amazing you know maybe that will be my goal like before emily comes you you impress emily that's a sprint i don't think i can get that done <laughs> no no wait but, till christmas maybe for them. yes maybe by the end of the year but like you can come over and be like yeah no not this this is not a fight let me do it for Let's, you um <laughs> fix this really quick <laughs> and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.